Good morning, everyone. Um, I have made a terrible mistake. I have made probably the worst mistake of my life, and I don't know what to do. Um, I don't even know what I was thinking, but I wore a waist trainer to work today. And now I can't, I can't breathe. You know, I can't think. My thoughts are not coming through. Um, I, I'm scared to go to the bathroom. And I, I don't have nobody here to help me take off this waist train. I, my back, I can't feel my back. Do I still have a back, y'all? Please help me. Why did I wear a waist trainer to work? What, 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 what? Why did my waist need to be trained at work? What? <laughs> Welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, a.k.a. Kelly Rowan. <laughs> okay, okay. Good sis, Kels. I just always love Kelly. Like, I saw myself in Kelly because she was, like, the darker member of Desi's Child. Um, and then the other day, she posted a picture of her and her mom. And she's like, I'll tell you a story about her and my stories. So then I had to go to her stories. And you know I'm not in anybody's stories ever. I definitely don't watch video stories of anyone. Definitely ever. don't. But she had me all up in her stories, looking at her struggle gingerbread that wouldn't stay up. I watched that too. <laughs> I watched that it was too. So cute. And then, like, I ended up having to watch her live when she said hi to people for the first five minutes, which is my pet peeve when it comes. To I lives. know, right? But I know, right? <laughs> And she was kind of talking about her movie, which I'm mad about because it's in Canada. And I'm like, how am I supposed to watch this Canadian movie in America? But whatever. Is it not going to come on BET? I don't know. She just kept talking about it was in Canada. Why did I think it said BET on there? Maybe I made that up. I probably didn't. Yeah. But uh, she did end up telling her story about her mom. But I was like, Kelly Rowland made me watch a live. (laughs) You know how I feel about those. (laughs) And I just love her little country accent. It's so cute. I love her. I, I love her. We, are we going to talk about how rude her friend is? Or are we going to save that for later? Which friend? Beyonce! Oh. Girl. Let's go ahead and get it over with. Beyonce's rude as well. And then... <laughs> I just saw, like, somebody had asked her a question about the Form- Formation World Tour. Yes! DVD, and she threw Prince under the fucking bus. <laughs> and I was like, sis, I haven't seen it. How is it going to be in my mind? Like, <laughs> So, I'm going to read what she said real quick. So, she was like, years ago, I asked Prince to record my rehearsal with him for our Grammy performance. He said, you don't need to record that. You own that in your mind. Ha, Prince always knew best. So you can always watch the Formation World Tour in your mind. You own that. Like, she is just so, she knows we are dying for this. Like, she knows how desperately we want this tour. And it's like, (laughs) some of us buy every single tour, okay? She knows how bad Mm -hmm. we want it. And she's just like, nope. And the thing is, you know that it's been recorded, it's been edited, like, you know that it's just sitting on the shelf. You know it is. But I feel like it's just like when she didn't put Lemonade on Spotify, maybe later on she'll be more gracious. 
but that bitch is like like and then did you see her little snapchat i do have it in my mind so well i don't oh yeah talk (laughs) i'm like you lied ass (laughs) (laughs) talk about i don't know what my snapchat is you know what beyonce i will send you the instructions Give me the Snapchat. She was like, I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I'm like, me, stop playing. Then she gonna say, sorry to Snapchat. Snapchat. (laughs) Like, she is so rude. And I'm gonna add a third person to this rude. Well, Kelly wasn't rude. Well, she was rude for making you listen to her say hello to everyone. So I'm at a third person to this rude category. Why has Rihanna posted pictures of her with her book? And it is December whatever <laughs> and we still don't have I no get music. she keeps posting pictures with this book and it's like i'm getting <laughs> so frustrated <laughs> with every single post she sends i'm like bitch where's my album <laughs> i mean she keeps posting pics with this glorious book and the book looks glorious i mean i wish i could afford it yeah and it, but it's like girl come on and you know i'm really just trying to I'm really just trying to resolve with myself that it is what it is. I will receive it when she gives it to me. Like, I've learned that with B, but I was so yeah. used to Rihanna cranking out album behind album behind album. And it's like, right. this is, I mean, I really want you to make your money in every avenue that you can, by all means. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying. The one time I like it album. <laughs> And then she won't give me another. Okay, that was shady. <laughs> that was shady. And I'm not. You know, I just became. I know. The baby. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not unequivocally the navy. I'm anti on, and there's no on, oh, so I'm God. just really anti. Oh, okay, Doyle. So tell us about what you've had going on and what you are drinking tonight. Oh, what have I had going on? Um, I'm just still busy, just doing random shit. <laughs> I'm, like, not in my home as much as I would like to be, and I hope that changes in January. But um, what did I do this weekend? I definitely, like I said, was watching Kelly Rowland on Instagram. I just love her. She's so sweet. Um, What else did I do in my life? (laughs) I don't know. I really have just been ripping and running and spending money on the internet. Oh, so... I bought a Ruth Bader Ginsburg toaster. (laughs) And the thing is, the toaster part looks like her little necklace, like, thing that she has around Mm her, you know, Mm -hmm. neck. And then the toaster has, like, her face, like, her face is, like, burned on the toast. So So I'm like, I'm just gonna... Yeah. And the thing is, like, I don't even eat bread like that, but I'm like, I'm just gonna have to invite people over for toast (laughs) just so that you can see my damn Ruth Bader Ginsburg toaster. Yes, Ruth. Ruth. I told my coworker, I was like, I wake up at like two o'clock in the morning, like, oh, I need to go pray for Ruth Bader. Every time she crosses my mind, as a matter of fact, right now, let's take a moment of silence. Okay. Yeah, speaking of things I've been up to, this morning I tried to listen to the impeachment hearings. It is so petty. <laughs> Especially those <laughs> Republicans. They're children. And I just cackle. Like, I don't know how the judge hasn't thrown his gavel at people because it's time. Like, <laughs> 
they'll be like, oh, we have, <laughs> they'll be like, we have an objection. And he's like, this ain't that. Those aren't the rules. And they're like, but we have an objection. He's like, it's sustained. Like, it is not sustained. We're going to keep going. And they keep yelling. And I'm like, ooh, y'all childish. <laughs> I, you know what? I did not listen. And most of the time I do, like, I'll, on, my, on my desktop at work, I'll tune in mm-hmm. to, like, CNN Live or C-SPAN Live and let the stuff play in the background. But um, I didn't do that today. I was so wrapped up in other stuff that I just didn't get a chance to do that today. Yeah, they're just childish. It's kind of funny, but it's not. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's um, one of those laugh to keep from crying moments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, I think this, I don't have a lot going on in my life except for that toaster. Can't wait till it gets in. <laughs> so, what you drinking? Um, I want to call it. I'm going to call it a gingerita. Okay. So, uh, ginger is this wild cherry liqueur. Uh, it actually comes from Portugal, and I met the people who like import it to the states. She also gave me a recipe for Portuguese gizzards, which I'm excited about. Mm. Um, and she signed my bottle, which is really cute. But I was like, girl, you know, go throw this away. But <laughs> <Right, like, laughs> <laughs> um, but honestly, it's, it goes well with everything. So I've had it like I sampled it with vodka, uh, tequila as a margarita and then with whiskey. And yesterday I had it with a little bit of whiskey. And then today I'm having it with tequila and some lime juice. Oh, Sounds delicious. It's really tasty. Is it a tart cherry taste? Mm, or not sweet? Very tart. Not tart to where it's uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> I like tart cherry. I like a I like a nice tart cherry. I mean, real life cherries, I want them sweet, but in drinks, I like a tart cherry. Yeah. <laughs> well, the only thing I've had going on lately is trying to plan Christmas dinner. So I will be hosting Christmas at my house. (laughs) I've already made plans to ask my doctor for some Xanax. Um, (laughs) She probably won't give them to me because she'd be tripping like that. But I might know where I can get some from. We do not endorse <laughs> taking prescription drugs that are not your own. <laughs> Here, poor life decision. We're trying not to get you in jail. But but <laughs> technically, technically, I do have a prescription, or I've had a prescription. She's just not going to refill it. It's not. <laughs> so... It was Granny's idea, which she has done this before, and it never goes as planned, so it's her idea. She wants to have a fish fry. She's like, we did all that heavy food for Thanksgiving. I want a fish fry. Fine. So I, she said, you put together a menu, so fine. So I said, we'll do fried catfish. We'll do uh, like a shrimp boil with shrimp and smoked sausage and corn and potatoes, a salad, some hush puppies chicken wonder bread wonder bread wonder bread <laughs> okay gotta get some chicken because my aunt is allergic to fish <clears throat> well she's not bad allergic like is her being around like being around it is not gonna bother her but she can't eat it so mm-hmm. 
get some chicken and you know some desserts and stuff we're good to go so gran was like uh-uh <laughs> we need some spaghetti you don't no. need spaghetti, Granny. <laughs> I, I, that's too. You need some spaghetti to go with all that seafood, Granny. We got corn on the cob, red potatoes, <laughs> a tossed salad. <laughs> that's all you need. We good. I was even gonna do a pasta salad as well. Uh uh-uh, uh 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 uh. You need spaghetti. You can't have fish without spaghetti. That was one day last <laughs> week. That was like maybe Thursday. Wednesday or Thursday. Then today she calls me at work to let me know. Well, I talked to your mama and she gonna buy a ham. What are you doing? (laughs) Why do we have ham at the fish fry? I I just don't understand. I just don't understand. I just said, okay, granny. Wait, at first I was like, ham? Who in the world buying ham at a time like this? (laughs) And she was like, well, we just need to have some ham. Really? Did you need to have ham? So it's like, I just... When you set a thing, you go with the thing. (laughs) Things mean nothing to these people, Tori. They mean nothing. I just, I'm a little aggravated by it, and I just throw up my hands, and I'm just like, you know what? I ain't buying no damn ham. If somebody want a ham, they gotta go buy it themselves. It will not be me. Well, that means you don't have to make chicken, then, because your aunt can eat the ham. I don't think Granny's gonna let me get away with that, but we'll try. (laughs) But I wasn't gonna fry chicken. I was just gonna go get some from somewhere. Like, I'm doing the bare-ass minimum when it comes to the cooking. And Ooh. I was like, bring, tell Nicole, that's my aunt. I was like, tell Nicole to bring her big outdoor fryer. Because for one, hers is bigger than mine. Two, I can't find mine, which means it may have not survived the move. <laughs> I I literally have <laughs> like just blocks of memory loss from the move. I don't know. And <laughs> Granny was like, well, we don't need all that. Yeah, we do. We ain't frying all that fish in my house. <laughs> Tell her to bring hers. Because right. hers is bigger. And and then she was like, well, why are you going to buy chicken? We can just toss the chicken and throw it to fish. And I'm like, hey, Jane, is allergic. Are you trying to kill your only sister? She's your only sister. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I guess that did make sense. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> So anyway, yeah. just keep us in your thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Two things. I actually sent out invites for my Kwanzaa potluck that I'm having. Oh, <laughs> I'm really excited about yay. that. And two, I'm like a granny. I was like, I told my sister, I was like, oh, my mom ate strawberry syrup. You should try it. I forgot she's allergic to strawberries. See? <laughs> See? Y'all just gonna kill forget other sister. people's allergies. <laughs> <laughs> so... To compensate for last week's Merlot wastedness, <laughs> this week I'm keeping it nice and light. Um, I'm having a hard ice. They're the little mm, cocktail popsicles. I had one before on, um, on the show. I think that one was orange. This one is pina colada. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's a pretty big popsicle, and it's 6.8% alcohol. Which is, you know, pretty decent for a wine cooler, which is basically what it is, a frozen wine cooler. And, um, yeah. It's pretty good. A, a whole box 
it's like I think six or seven of them in a box for like twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hard ice. Get into it. <laughs> I like cold food. Like <laughs> Sorry. You don't like popsicles? I don't really love popsicles that much. <laughs> like I'm like I could drink it and get in my system faster, or I could like you know. Anyway, it just seems like a more efficient way to drink is drinking than popsicles. Popsicles are fun, and they remind you of being a kid, and it's like, I'm a kid, but I can drink. So it's like, fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, um... I forgot. Oh, Do you want to talk oh, about TV so <laughs> I just want to say um, one brief thing about uh, Apple TV, and that is that they suck. And so I was just like thinking about all these new streaming services because I literally have mm-hmm. everything. Like between my mom and I, we have everything. And on the plus side, I don't pay for Apple TV because they still think I'm a student. Shh. <laughs> so, so I don't pay for Apple TV. But when I think about, they just suck. They suck. And they, they wanted to be a part of something and they were ill prepared and they just jumped in and it's like, but that's the thing with Apple in general is like, they're not, they're no longer innovators, and then they hop into something, and then they're not even at the best at it. Right. <laughs> like, I'm like, literally, apart from that one show, uh, the morning show. Yeah. Don't ask, don't correct me if I got you it. Got right. it right. You got it right. <laughs> okay. I think. So, I <laughs> apart from the morning show, there's nothing else that we have interest in. I mean, whatsoever. And I'm like, I watch. Why am I paying for I this? I watch the, the C, the show C, with, with fine ass Jason. Um, he always gonna be called Drogo to me, but you know, <laughs> um, I watch that and I like it, but it's not, you know, nothing pulls me in. The morning show probably pulls me in more than yeah. anything else. And to be honest, it's not like it's very riveting. It's just fun to watch, you know. And yeah. so it's like they just—they really should have thought long and hard about this and procured some better programming. I miss Steve Jobs. They should have had a seance with him. A something! Because it's like... Like They really have not been innovative since he It's like, Netflix is Netflix, okay? It just is what it is. And I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people feel like Netflix is going down. And in a lot of ways, it probably is. But I still really enjoy Netflix. Then you have Hulu, Mm -hmm. which it's taken me a while to get into Hulu. But I'm getting into it more. Um, I, I'm getting more into their original programming, but not as much as I am with Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have as many shows, you know what I mean, that I watch on Hulu. I really, uh, I really use Hulu to watch shows that are network television shows that I didn't watch at the time when they were, you know, on air. Mm-hmm. So. And then Prime is Prime is really stepping up. Like they've really pulled me in. Um, 
Doyen is really good for good prime shows. Like, I think most of the things that I've, <laughs> like, really enjoyed, I've heard from you on Prime. Um, what else is there? Disney is great because it's Disney, you know? It holds the whole yeah. vault, which we're going to come back to them in just a second. <laughs> and I can't remember what else there is, but I'm just saying. <sighs> yeah, I've heard with Hulu actually since college. <laughs> well, see, which I, is hilarious because people are like be what's your like it it is like <laughs> my like my name at yahoo.com <laughs> which i've never touched since then but um i just like hulu because it is a lot of tv shows and that's where their strength came from yeah and netflix like back in the day was like movies and they're starting to bring up shows but i don't know any shows i actually watch on netflix yeah apart from patriot act but um <laughs> Yeah, so I think they all have their strengths. Apple TV came late to the game, and then they don't, they didn't bring anything. They didn't bring anything. <laughs> like, I wonder, I mean, I'm sure this is probably, like, not a good idea, but I wonder why they didn't consider merging with one of the other players. Cause that's not how they're going to be. But I'm just like, at least give, you know, Reese Witherspoon a decent wig. Please. Um, please. Come up with like more than five shows before you release your streaming. I mean, platform. really? Like, and they've added a new show since we've started. I just haven't watched it yet because it looks like it's kind of scary. Uh, maybe thriller-ish. Not, 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 you know, horror, but I just have to be in a certain mood to watch it, so. That's all I'm saying. Apple, you suck. Once you realize I'm not a student and you try to make me pay, I'm gonna drop that shit. That's all I'm saying. um and the other announcement i had speaking of disney is i want to so you know every time a new uh star wars film specifically a film that's a part of the skywalker saga comes out i like to rewatch the old films and i want to invite all of our listeners to rewatch with me we um we have put out a schedule all shows will start at 7. There are a couple of days. I think those days are Saturdays that I'll watch two back-to-back. Um, just for the upcoming new movie, The Rise of Skywalker. And I'm really, 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 really excited. All of these movies are on Disney. That was a huge, that was a huge plus with the Disney streaming platform. Because you could not stream. You couldn't rent. You couldn't stream. You could not find these movies anywhere else. Like, you couldn't even... You could buy them, but you couldn't stream them. So, I actually... I have a box set of everything up to um, The Force Awakens. I don't have The Last Jedi. But I have a box set of the Skywalker saga that I found on eBay for, like, 35 bucks. I'm just so excited. So, we're going to watch. We are going to watch in um the ricochet order so we're gonna start with episode four then five then we'll move to the prequels doing episode one two and three then we'll return to the original um trilogy and end off with episode six and then we'll tie in the next set which will be seven and eight but anyway it's all there on our post we'll be and we'll post to remind you you'll just see doya's face she's just like None of this is my wheelhouse. <laughs> but I encourage so Dawn to watch asked... with me. <laughs> sure. 
I was gonna say that my boyfriend I asked him one day I was like what is your worst date he was like this girl like fell asleep in the movie with me and he was talking about me <laughs> cause I fell asleep what was the movie? Star Wars but it wasn't my fault what was the movie uh, it was whatever happened in 2016 because that's when we first started dating. It was almost like our first official date. Oh, you mean it was one of the Star Wars? <laughs> yeah. And I just, like, fell asleep for a little bit. Like That was probably the force of like, the slow story time. So, again, that was a big Listen, deal. Listen, I just... I was drinking. I had been drinking that was before a big the deal. movie. That was the... F- and I was drinking during the movie. That was, pro- that was probably <laughs> The Force Awakens. And we had not had a movie since... Maybe like ninety eight, ninety nine. I know. No, maybe early two thousand. <laughs> it was had been a while. That was a big deal, Doyen. Yeah. Bless his heart. I know. Anyways. <laughs> <sighs> but yes. Um. Yeah. So y'all should check it out. Chris is gonna keep it lit on the tweets and PLD five. It's gonna be legit. Um. I will. The TV will be watching me. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew you were but gonna say <laughs> you were gonna watch it with me. <laughs> I will. It's a, the thing about it was before that one came out, I had my coworker. He gave me his DVDs and I watched it. And when I was watching like the original episodes, they're like pew 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 pew, <laughs> and I'm like, what is happening here? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> because it's weird to watch that in 2016. <laughs> yes, yes. And so, but yes. The um, the order that we're gonna watch it in is mm. the order that events most fans prefer. Yeah. No, most <laughs> fans prefer release yeah. order. This isn't release order. This is not release order, and this gotcha. is not sequential order. This is the order yeah. that best kind of demonstrates how things happened. So like you, st- well, it it doesn't, it doesn't. I take that lie back. It starts out with the original trilogy, and then it takes, yeah. you, it lets you bounce back to the prequels. So when you start with the original trilogy, you do get the like old, boom <laughs> boom, <laughs> and then when you go to the prequels, it's all Samuel L. Jackson and shit. <laughs> then you bounce yeah. back to the original. See my coworker. <laughs> My coworker was like, watch four, five, six, skip the prequels, because he was like, it's not important. I hate when people people tell others to skip the prequels. Like, do not skip the prequels. They are very important. They're very important to the story. The only one that, like, for for those of you who've never seen any Star Wars movies, and you're going to embark on this journey with us, I tell you, do not skip a single one. Those of you who are vaguely familiar or you've done it before, the only one I will say that's okay to skip is episode one, which is the first prequel. Um, and largely because it's full of Jar Jar Binks and people hate that one anyway. Um, but but you still, <laughs> like, you learn so much. Like, I really love Darth Vader and he was so misunderstood and he just needed a hug. <sighs> yeah. Strangely enough, <laughs> when it comes to Baltimore, I feel like somehow yes, he got misunderstood. He <laughs> Early on, he really did. See, see, we see each other. I've been catching up on uh Real Housewives of Atlanta, so I'm a, I'm in my Nini vibe today. <laughs> Anywho, 
Enough talk of it. I just miss Phaedra. I do too. Um. Okay. So the only thing I had TV wise was Younger came back again. And while it is a dumbass show, it is. Yeah, it's this new season. Um, it fits right up on my alley of like middle aged white women who don't know what they're talking about. And who it who, <laughs> who doesn't know yet? Like the secret is out the back. Who doesn't know yet? Diane. <sighs> Diane. Okay. I'm a couple of seasons behind. And but... I'm like three or four episodes in and she still don't know. <laughs> okay. Alright. I guess I'll give it a whirl. <laughs> yeah. But I was just like, between that show and what was the show we watched on ABC? Um ABC Family or Freeform. Yeah. Where she was dating like the board of directors. And I'm like, how the fuck? Can I not date a board of directors? <laughs> like, why Why am I dating regular niggas <laughs> when I can be, like, you know, at the top? Anyways. <laughs> but alas. Um, yeah, so. Um, Younger is back, and that's a show that I do love watching, so I should yeah. be done with the season in, like, a couple days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so we're going to move along to our current events. So you know when some some people do stuff and you're like, who asked you to <laughs> <laughs> welcome you to this conversation? Well, Taco Bell um decided to launch chicken tenders in a bid to compete with Popeye's Crazy. Chick-fil-A. Crazy. First of all, none of Taco Bell's meats feels like a real meat to me, and that's coming from a girl who eats chicken nuggets from McDonald's. <laughs> I do like like a chicken chalupa (laughs) supreme, okay? Chicken chalupa supreme. I do like that. But I won't talk about it now. You already tried to do breakfast. Now you're trying to do chicken. It's a lot. I like the beef chalupas, but it also makes my stomach hurt. (laughs) So beef chalupas don't like me. Because it's the beef. I just like... As an um, as a whole ass adult, I've just decided not to put Taco Bell in my body. <laughs> I know, but sometimes body, after a night of partying, it. Taco Bell hits the spot. <laughs> um, that's what McDonald's is for. True, true, true. Because that dollar yeah, McChicken after a night of drinking, <laughs> a dollar McChicken bitch. Yeah, McDouble, but McDouble got high, so I'll be like, can't get a double cheeseburger with like that Big Mac sauce, and it's cheaper than McDouble. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, so Taco Bell is launching chicken tenders, and absolutely nobody asked them. However, the thing that I didn't know I wanted until I did was the fact that the Amigos are about to have a special menu. Um, <laughs> with Popeyes. With Popeyes. <laughs> and it makes me so happy. So Quavo <laughs> and his girlfriend Sweetie. <laughs> we're talking about, you know, Popeyes and it turns into a partnership with Uber Eats and Popeyes. And so there's like special menus for each person and I love it. <laughs> I remember the tweet. I remember the tweet with him with those with those chicken sandwiches in his trunk and hey <laughs> they are they they I, turned a tweet into money so can't knock I, that i stand i love it um 
And this is kind of on a sad note. It is on a sad note, but um, Carol Spinney, the guy that uh, played Big Bird in Oscar the Grouch, uh, recently passed of a disease that was kind of along the lines of muscular dystrophy. Um, He died Sunday at the age of 85. And so I think it was, he passed hours before they were actually about to be um, recognized for like a lifetime achievement reward and so his like cast members and stuff like that or form or co-cast members or whatever um showed up in yellow feathers to honor him which i love yeah sesame street is my entire childhood and like i got up extra early to watch sesame street even in the summertime (laughs) And so it was really sad. And then I had no idea that he had a muscular disease. And so to hear that and to, I saw once on an interview, him talk about how he does Big Bird. And so the, Mm -hmm. um, the costume is seven feet tall. So he has to extend himself and yeah. he's kind of on, I don't know if he, I wouldn't say he's all the way on his tippy toes, but he definitely has to extend himself and he uses his hand to make the mouth work. It just, mm-hmm. it like, it sounds tiring when you hear him talk about it. And then to know that he had a muscular disease on top of that is like, wow, he was yeah. really dedicated. Um, even as a kid, <laughs> I identified with Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> I loved, listen, I loved Oscar. I love Oscar. Uh, I mean, of course I loved Big Bird, but Big Bird wasn't my favorite. My favorite was probably yeah. Prairie Dawn. Don't ask me why, she just was. And then I loved Oscar. Yeah, Big Bird was like really sweet. I liked him. But, like, I just very much identify with Oscar Scrumpy. Yeah. Even as a kid. Yeah. (laughs) I think think Oscar has a pretty strong cult following. (laughs) Like, you think Sesame Street, you think Big Bird, but Oscar definitely has a strong cult following. (laughs) Right. And then, like, I love Count Dracula. Yes, one, one. one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so just love and light to his family as they're dealing with, you know, the loss of such an amazing person. And, um, yeah, we love you. We love Sesame Street. That's great. (laughs) So, (laughs) this next article, um, (laughs) Chris said, are they? (laughs) But the headline was, pointless work meetings, really a form of therapy. And part of it for me was like, pointless work meetings are good for when I ain't got shit going on. <laughs> and I don't feel like working. I was like, I was, uh, it's, really? Is it though? Is it really therapy? Because no, nobody wants to be in a pointless work meeting. And the article kind of pointed yeah. to like, oh, it can turn into a gripe session and kind of insinuated yeah. that that could be therapeutic in some ways. But I don't want to listen to other people whine. Like, I'm yeah. so sick of going to meetings about meetings to plan for the next meeting. And then you're telling me stuff that literally could have been in an email. And I work in a setting where I'm like the 
when it comes to like people being in a supervisory position, I'm the youngest one. Mm-hmm. And so people are always like mad because I would rather just send out an email and it's like, well, we need to get together and, and we need to, we need to troubleshoot yeah. this. And no, we don't. No, we don't. I emailed you. I told you, think about it. And I come talk to you later. <laughs> Like, we don't, need, we don't need to get together. For what? <laughs> All right. Uh, to, I don't know. To some extent, I do think it's important, especially as you become more and more digital, to have that person-to-person contact. But at the same time, um, like, I don't like when people are just complaining in a meeting because I'm an empath, and then I take on that negative <laughs> negativity unnecessarily. <laughs> but, you know, I get, like, I think... Even more now and now, because all of our communication is digital, that people need that. And it, and so many of us are, like, single. We come home to nothing. <laughs> you know, like, I think people do need that, like, touch every day. It's I just... would like to not do that via work meeting. <laughs> like, I mean, and it's probably different, too, for me, because I work in a small office. And so, and it's mm-hmm. a bunch of women. So, we're. I mean, the mm-hmm. two big people are men but they're rarely in the office and so we're all chatty right. and you know with each other all the time but i just don't want the meeting to be purposeless don't call a meeting to take care yeah. of housekeeping issues the only time i call a meeting to take care of something that's considered housekeeping is if it's something i've brought to your attention before and i need you to see my face mm-hmm. and i need you to hear my voice when i say it so you know I'm yeah. not playing with your ass. Otherwise, <laughs> I don't really want to, like, just sit around and talk about... I have a bad habit of checking out in a meeting. And I literally shut yeah. down. Like, I shut down. I will put my head down on the table <laughs> because I shut <laughs> down. And it's it's like... It's a game to other people now. Like, they take bets on when is Chris gonna shut down? <laughs> and they'll like purposely ask me a question when they know that mentally I'm not there and I'm like, huh, what? <laughs> yeah. I think it at the end of the day it's like several generations and personality types. And a lot of times the like more extroverted types get their way. Yeah. I think that's why there's so many memes that occur. But it doesn't bother me because I like talking. So, next up. So, and another like weird thing about Apple Plus, um, they just abruptly canceled the premiere of The Banker, um, a movie starring Samuel L. Jackson. And so, this was one of the movies that was supposed to be like their big thing, and it was about a true story of two African American men. Sorry, two black men. I'm sorry, CNN wrote this. <laughs> two black men <laughs> who hired a white man to be the face of their successful real estate and banking business in the 60s. And Apple at first said that they were moved by the film's entertaining and educational story about social change and financial literacy, but they just pulled it. And so I kind of wonder if there was something else that happened. Yes, that's what I want to know. I'm not trying to be yeah. funny, but. I, if yeah. something big had to happen because I feel like they were banking on this. Right. Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, come on. I want to know yeah. what happened. Somebody <laughs> somebody must have been sleeping with somebody they weren't supposed to sleep with. 
Right. I'm like, I hope Samuel L. Jackson wasn't the one to Oh, Lord, I pray it wasn't him. I pray it wasn't him. But something's got to give. In fact, let's take a prayer moment. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) (laughs) I just found it weird. And I was, I, I don't think I've ever heard of this story. And so... When I first mm-hmm. heard that they were going to have this movie, I was highly interested. And Mate. now here they go. To make Once again, Apple, Apple, Apple TV, Apple Plus, whatever the hell it's called, you suck. <laughs> so this next one, I legit, like, I don't cry a lot in a lot of things, despite me being a cancer. Um, but I cried immediately after watching this video. <laughs> I did so not cry. <laughs> I was just so like excited about how hype he was. Yeah. Um. But this little boy, he entire invited his entire kindergarten class to his adoption hearing, and like they all came. Like the teacher brought all of them, and he was so excited. Um. He really was. And because I think of, you know, black kids are like black puppies. <laughs> you know, like. They usually the last ones to be adopted, <laughs> you know, especially, you know, just general, you know, black puppies are the last ones to be adopted. Yes. Anyways, but like, especially after like, you know, you know, childbirth, there's a long gap in where the people adopt kids. <clears throat> and so I was just so excited for him. And he's so cute and spastic. Yeah, I was just so I saw this on the news the other day and I was just so excited. And I just yeah. laughed. Like I was giggling with him because he was so excited. Yeah. But I did I mean I didn't cry, but like when he was like, I just love my dad. I love my dad when he was yeah. like that and the dad like couldn't handle it. I was like, Yeah, that would be me. Like I would definitely be the dad. <laughs> I'd be like, Stop so these cute, these like... tears in my face. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like I, I cried. I just could not deal. But uh, he's so excited about his parents, and I'm so excited for him. And the fact that he invited his whole class—that sounds like some shit that I yeah, would do. Yeah, it really <laughs> so toying. I used to tell my friends like I was like, "Oh, I would get married at the aquarium," but I'm not booking the aquarium, so I'm just gonna show up in a dress, and y'all gotta show up too. Because <laughs> I was being cheap. But anyway, I'm pretty sure that they look out for stuff like that. Like, I'm pretty sure they do. <laughs> I was just going to show up in my dress. Now I'm getting married in Mississippi whenever I get married. So, alas. Um, next up, I love the baby. Um, in fact, the other day I was thinking about how I'm on birth control, but I need to have the baby's baby. <laughs> He's supposed to be in Dallas on the 21st. I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> you ain't gonna be off in time, sis. You just go ahead. You know, to... but the thing is, it's like, it's like, um, it's not estrogen. It's like a progestin-only pill. So I heard oh, a lot of people get pregnant after okay. that. So I feel like if I skip a couple of days, we oh, uh, uh-uh. see, I take the strongest thing they make. I, <laughs> I want to kill sperm that just walking past me. Kill it. <laughs> but. Uh, so the baby, like, I guess there he was going to a show, and his jet broke down. So he performed the entire show on Facetime, 
and it was just so cute. Now, I will say that at first... Because he was so hyped off of his own music. At first, I was not impressed by this because I was like, okay, that's all fine and good, but like, nigga, I paid to be here. But then when I heard that everybody right. was ringing first and I was like, oh shit, that's lit. Yes. Like, that was, that, was, yeah. that was cool. That was cool. And he's so... Speaking you can tell he really what? like, hate that he wasn't there. Like, he... He genuinely yeah. loves what he does. Seeing him on stage, like, he loves it. And it makes you love him. So I'm trying to watch that SNL episode with him on it. Like, I've seen clips of him and the Jabberwockies. I love it. I've saved it on my phone. Yeah. But it's really hard because J-Lo's the host and she's not funny. <laughs> I think she can be. I mean, she's not. Let me take that back. No, she's not naturally funny. So her yeah. timing isn't always right, but with the right writers, yeah. she does a good job with the right writers. So, so I guess I saw her intro was it was whack. kind of a dud, especially because the part before it was hilarious, and then it was her talking about her career, and I'm like, I don't care. Right? It was like, <laughs> is this but, what you gonna um, do? Like. She could have she yeah. could have so at like least I performed s- Jenny on the block for her for the intro and that would have been fine. <laughs> that would have been fine. But yeah, like I did love the clips that I've seen of him and I'm gonna suffer through the rest of the episode just to see him perform. Yeah. But I didn't happy finish it either. Smiling with all of his teeth. <laughs> all of them. All of them. Every single one of them. He's just Sorry. so darn cute. <laughs> He's adorable. I just like it's weird because I'm so attracted to him, but he's like five seven. Yeah, that's an issue. And I'm like, this is weird. I don't really usually like people that are like <laughs> within like a foot in my height. <laughs> you know, but yeah. So I just thought it was cute that he actually performed over Facetime because he wanted to deliver that for his. People. Yeah. So, I love <laughs> and then, um, lastly. <laughs> Pinterest and the Not have uh, agreed that they will no longer promote former slave plantations as wedding venues. And um, <laughs> I actually like named this Thank You Next because I'm like, who else is going to do it? Yeah. But um, especially when, like, you know, slavery just happened like maybe two grandmas ago. <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense for people to be glorifying and trying to forget the history that happened. In this fuck ass country. And like so, I learned it's nice at least I learned recent when I say recently, I mean like within the last five years or so, that this is a really big industry in in this area, mm-hmm. in Aberdeen specifically. I didn't realize that that was a big deal in Aberdeen, but they have a lot of plantation homes, um mm-hmm. and they specifically rent them out for weddings and things like that and it's just like are you serious like this is not a this is not a place of jubilation i mean maybe it is for them i don't know but for me it's not a place of jubilation yeah but it's a big industry and i didn't realize it i get it because like plantations are like gorgeous places but it's also like hmm, there's also Behind the beauty was a lot of savagery and rape and torture behind it. And you really want to celebrate? You really want to start your life like that? They do. 
They do. They really want to. They do. <laughs> they're they're so ready to forget it, but again, like literally two grandmothers ago, it was a thing, you know. Yeah. We have grandmothers that grew up in you know families with sharecroppers and stuff like that, which was just legalized lately. <laughs> you know, like they just paid them a little less. Um, and so yeah, so I know that's a thing. I really what annoys me is like when people use cotton as decor. Oh. <laughs> In general, but also for weddings, no, like bitch. <laughs> and I get that <laughs> we like. Up. <laughs> I get that we like live our lives in cotton. Like I'm wearing a cotton dress right now, but yeah. when I pass by, because I do live in Mississippi, when I pass by a cotton field yeah. or something, like I just get like, ugh. It's just like especially. Ugh. It smells horrible during like like harvest season i hate the smell of like cotton that's ready to be harvested because <laughs> like, again we were in mississippi so we used to like ride by it on the way to school and i hated that smell <laughs> yeah so i'm just like i think there is a, a some of the culture that just wants to get past it and it's just tough because it's not that far ago yeah, I don't think we're the ones having weddings at these plantations. <laughs> but I do like the pictures and the knot took a stand. Yeah. It was like, we're not going to do this because, you know, there are people who were hurt by this and, you know, we honor them. I really appreciate them taking a stand because in all honesty, they didn't have yeah. to do it, you know? They really didn't. But I, I do. So... Uh, we're going to take a second and listen to our sponsors. Ba-dum-bum! Hey, y'all. Okay, guys, welcome back. And now we're going to move along to our someone something. Hmm. So, <laughs> we got some celebrating to do, y'all! I mean, listen. <laughs> so we're gonna have to add some African praise music to that too. You gonna have to send me some. You send me what's good, and I'll 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 try to remember how to add it. <laughs> but in our someone something this week, of course, we've got to celebrate this major major milestone. So Miss South Africa was just crowned Miss Universe. Now, first of all, let me give her a round of applause. And because she deserves it all and a little magic yes that's right girl <laughs> <laughs> so and I hope I'm pronouncing her name right Zazabini mm-hmm. Tunzi is that right I don't know okay. I'm not South African <laughs> I know you're not South African, Doyen. <laughs> we all know. I, you know how to pronounce Nigerian. But, <laughs> but you're usually good at pronouncing a lot of stuff. So um, uh, forgive me if okay. I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Um, Zazabini Tunzi, 26, stood out from 90 other women and made history as the first black South African to win the title. According to her contest biography, Tunzi is an activist 
who has devoted herself to fighting mm-hmm. gender-based violence and changing the narrative yes. around stereotypes. She is also an yes. advocate for natural beauty. I grew up in a world where women who looks like me, with my kind of skin, my kind of hair, was never considered to be beautiful, says Tunzi. I think it is time that that stops today. I want children to look at me and see my face, and I want them to see their faces reflected in mine. Tunzi is now a part of the history-making Black Beauty Queens as she joins Miss USA, Miss Team USA, and Miss America. It is the first time all pageants have crowned a black woman in the same year. And we definitely spoke on those other pageant winners um, in previous shows. Mm-hmm. And to top it all off, the pageant was held at Tyler Perry Studios. It was like a family reunion in there, okay? <laughs> so, um, once again, congratulations, um, uh, Miss Toonsy and... Wow. Like, wow. Like, wow. Uh, yeah, so as a girl who grew up dark-skinned in Mississippi, who deals with a lot of colorism, <laughs> um, even now, it, I am so excited to see people who look like me, because in the right. past, I could see black people, and they still didn't look like me. Right. And seeing black people who look like me who win, especially with her hair, like her hair was short. It wasn't that. And one day we'll talk about um, the texturism in natural hair, because, again, loose curls still went out over tight curls and things like that. So it was amazing for me. Like, I remember... When it came to Lupita, like I was like, "Oh, she's dark skinned you know, her hair is kinky, and people love her. <laughs> you know, like people are starting to love people who look like me, and so I'm beyond excited to see a dark skinned woman with kinky hair." Yeah, one of my friends texted me and was like, "Miss Universe is from South Africa, and she has a fade," and I was like, "What?" When? Where? I was so excited. I was so excited. If ever I shave, like, my dreads, I want a high top fade. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, um... Yes. Yeah, so, I'm super excited for her. Yes, yes, yes. So now that we're done celebrating, we're going to move on to our Poor Life Decision. And tonight, we're going to talk about over-apologizing. Doyen, do not get too happy. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. <laughs> so, guys, we've talked about how to give the proper apology in the past. And this time, we're going to talk about over-apologizing because that definitely is a thing. We have all apologized at some point in our lives. We are taught from a very young age that when you do or say something wrong, you apologize. But what if you didn't do anything wrong? What if you were just being yourself? Sometimes we apologize too easily for things that do not need an apology or an explanation. Many times we do this unconsciously without even realizing it, but it doesn't have to be that way. So let's look at why we over-apologize. 
Reason number one, you feel insecure. Have you ever explained why you weren't wearing makeup or apologized to a fitness instructor for not getting the move right? Apologizing and explaining go hand in hand with feeling insecure and not comfortable in your environment or in your own skin. It's hard to feel secure when you're uncomfortable. I think starting off, I used to make drastic, um, make out drastic uh, explanations as to why I was late. Yeah. (laughs) It really was just because I was late. Uh, And I think as I uh, progressed in my career, I would just show up (laughs) and it would be okay. (laughs) It's fine because I'm there and I will stay later if I have to because I showed up late. But I don't feel the need to apologize to that anymore. Right. Right. And and you shouldn't. I mean, unless like there was something important and you were supposed to be there for it. <laughs> yeah. I try to be on time for the the things I have to be on time for. Right. But at the same time, like I might have like um uh I guess apology or like excuse in mind. But if nobody asks me, I'm not giving it. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I just walk into work and I do what the hell I gotta do and it's like right. I don't apologize. I don't I like you said, if I have first of all, I'm gonna question my secretary to death if she schedules me a meeting before nine o'clock because you have to give me that room <laughs> to be late, okay? <laughs> but sometimes you know, that happens and I'm going to be there, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Reason number two, people pleasing. It is impossible to make everyone happy and it's not realistic to get along with everyone. Yet some of us are always striving to please everyone. This stems from a fear of disappointment and rejection. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> While I don't apologize for being, I mean, I do apologize for being late when it's appropriate, but mm-hmm. people who are in a like supervisory position over me or like, I was mm-hmm. about to say people who are adults, like sometimes I forget I'm an adult, but it's like people that I consider to be like real adults. I don't want to disappoint. And it's like, yeah, I I have that really bad. Like I really, for the most part, especially when it comes to my peers and stuff, I don't care what the next person thinks. But if it's someone, mm-hmm. like, who I look up to or I admire, like, I have it really bad about trying to people please. And that's not good. <laughs> As a middle child that you don't think I because am. Because you are not! <laughs> y'all, it is what? It's six of y'all or seven of y'all? Seven. It is seven of them. Doyen is number six! How is that? <laughs> I'm just saying, in the South, at the top of the in bottom, the so South, we call child. that the knee baby. You have a position. Play okay. it. Like, if it's seven, that means there's a literal middle child. That's all I'm saying. Joy is the <laughs> knee baby. Also, okay, I'm fine. now drinking a dry and... rosé, so I'm a little hype. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say that, like, as someone who came out of a big family, um, People pleasing is a big thing because yeah. it's like you gotta want to get the attention of your your parents and your siblings and things like that. So I think that is why like I kind of struggle with everyday life in general. Yeah. <laughs> just people pleasing is I want everybody to love me, and if you don't love me, I'm like, what did I do wrong? 
instead of being like, what is wrong with you? Why don't you love me? <laughs> so. You know, that is such a good point, Dorian. That is such a good point. I'm going to try to work harder at, because like when it comes to guys, romantic relationships, yeah. I am like, why don't you love me? You're stupid. Right. <laughs> but like in my everyday interactions with other people, I do feel like, well, I'm so damn likable. What's the problem? Like, what is wrong with me? Like, I take that on, but I need to not do that. Yeah. And the third reason that the article gives for over-apologizing is low self-esteem. When we apologize too often, we often send signals that we don't feel worthy of being in the meeting or the conversation. We may apologize simply for being in the space. Um... I don't think I really yeah. have that issue. <laughs> I, I mean, I definitely have like issues where I may feel insecure, yeah. but as far as apologizing for being in a space, I can definitely mm-hmm. see that. I get that. I can think of some people in my mind right now that I work with that I feel do that. I don't. I'm very much so, I have earned my way here and damn it, you gonna listen to me. <laughs> um. So one thing I felt like this article didn't say, which I thought was unfortunate as a woman wrote it, was the fact that, like, conditioning, like, societal conditioning. So uh, even in the grocery store, and I've made such a big effort to not do this, women, as we pass in front of each other or we pass in front of a man... We'll be like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, listen, we're in the grocery store. We're both in the aisle. Like, you don't have to apologize for your presence. So I think it's really cheap to say it's low self-esteem when we've been conditioned to be the apologetic gender. Dorian, you know, like, that is to- such a good point. Like, I didn't think of it that way originally, but you're so right. That is such a good point. That was a very cheap take at it because... We have, but I do want to point out, and not to get all, you know, whatever, but it definitely was a white woman who wrote this, and and, in, exactly, in those spaces, you know, I say excuse me, I never say I'm sorry, but I do say excuse me in the aisles and stuff, just because I don't want to be in someone's way, or when, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm crossing your view, and I'll say excuse me or whatever, but it is very noticeable who feels like right. they have the right to be there. That's all I'm going to say. Right. On the sidewalk, and- on the, uh, you know, in the store. I, like, And I have to make, even there are times, oh, God, Doyen, you just made such a good point. Because like I just said, at work, I'm very much so, damn it, I earned my way to be here. But there are so many times when, when I'm in meetings with very um, aggressive men and I have to, I've, I find myself apologizing, maybe not with words, but with my actions because I don't want to be seen mm-hmm. as an angry black female because I definitely feel like I've been given that moniker before at work when all I'm doing is expecting people to do their job. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, damn, that was a good and point. Even- yeah, like even because I work right now, I work with a team full of women. I report to women. The level above my team is still women that I'm reporting to. And so, mm-hmm. like, there's things that we're conscious of. So, like, even like 
saying like, I'm sorry because something bad happened to you. And like being able to be like, no, I'm sorry that that happened to you. Uh, of course, it's not my problem. <laughs> but, you know, like yeah. being, you know, empathetic without taking the blame yeah. for what happened. Yeah. And I think it's like even, even like, like, even like, even at the grocery store, even white women would be like, I'm sorry. I'm like, there's nothing to be sorry about. We're both in the grocery store. <laughs> you know, we're, I'm staring at this, but it's okay. You're able to be in the grocery store. So I think it's greater than like race. I really think it's a gender issue where we have been taught the spirit of being apologetic. Yeah. And it's not even necessary because a white man will pass in front of me all day, block my, <laughs> block my way, and not apologize. Yeah. And so it's like, why are we apologizing? And I. And oh, that's such a good point. And I, I agree, but I have to say that I don't think I've ever, I mean, shit. And it may be because I'm just super sensitive to things because of the climate, Mm -hmm. but I don't, I don't get that with white women very often out in public. Like I, I literally almost took this woman's shoulder off because she refused to move off the side. And I have, because (laughs) (laughs) out of just being polite like it doesn't have anything to do with other than me being Mm -hmm. polite and probably like you say with conditioning if I'm on the sidewalk with someone I'll step aside or I'll you know but I have to make myself not do it now and I just I've I've actually had white men show more grace than I've had white women to me but it could be that's just what I'm seeing because of how I feel Mm -hmm. now. You know what I mean? Like, that might not even be the case. That may just be how I'm experiencing it. But I definitely agree with you about they want women to be soft, and when when we're not their definition of soft, I definitely find myself apologizing, maybe not with words, but with my actions. And that's not okay. We deserve to be here! Right. Yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like even so, like, I, w- I was walking around my late. I see white people and I smile because I want them to think of me as, like, a non-threatening black right. person. Right, right. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a smiley human anyways, right. but I'm just like, and I think I have to come back and be like, okay, this is who I was, who I am and who I was raised to be to be a nice person right. <laughs> you know right. like, of course I don't have to smile at people but I'm gonna because that's just who I am right. and I can't change who I am just because other people are shitty right <laughs> you know right. Like, but is like I said the whole low self-esteem thing was a very cheap shot because I'm it like was. at the same time we were raised to be a certain way and you can't just blame it on our self-esteem, which I feel like a lot of people do. I am so glad you pointed so. that out because I didn't like her blaming it on low self-esteem didn't really mm-hmm. sit right with me, but I didn't dig deep into it. Like I didn't think much of it. So I'm very glad that you pointed yeah. that out. So how do we move past being overly apologetic? When we focus on pleasing others and the fear of isolation and rejection, we are not living our lives. We're not living authentically in the way that we really want to. 
It doesn't feel good to constantly try to please everyone. And as an end result, we end up disappointing ourselves the most. We shouldn't be made to feel bad about prioritizing certain things over others. So quick example, I had a friend that had a big birthday party this weekend. The party was for her mother. Um, I've worked with her mother in the past, so I know her mother. And I was invited to the party. It was a really big deal. It was like her mother's 60th. It was a surprise party. It was all glitz and glamour and everything. So I wrote her a note. Well, she's a friend, but she's also a coworker. So I wrote her a note and I explained in the note that I'm having to write this because I'm still really struggling. And if I talk about it, I'm going to cry and I don't want to cry at work. So I wrote a note mm-hmm. about everything that I went through the past couple weeks, had several funerals going on this weekend. And I just, I wasn't up to coming. I just can't do it. I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I needed, I literally needed to be in my bed, like charging back up before I have to go do the next funeral. And she, you know, she was like, oh, I understand, blah, blah, blah. And then turns around today and it was just kind of like, you should have been there and you just should have been. And it was just, and I know that she didn't mean anything by it, but I instinctively Mm -hmm. wanted to say, I'm sorry. I just didn't, but I don't owe you a fucking explanation. I didn't owe you an explanation in the you first place. You already gave the explanation. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like I didn't owe you an explanation in the first place. That I am prioritizing mm-hmm. my sanity. And truth be told, I am very sure that I would have had a good ass time had I gone. I am sure. I am mm-hmm. positive I would have. But the point is, I wanted to be in bed. If I wasn't getting ready to go to a funeral, I wanted to be in bed. And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah. I hate when people make you feel a certain way, especially about protecting yourself, you know, like we've got it. Yeah. We, 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 and I think too, to shoot her a little bail, I think that as black women, we suck at protecting ourselves and protecting our space. And when I say protecting yeah. ourselves, I mean, protecting our sanity and our, and you know, mm-hmm. because we're so often putting others before us, others before us, others before us. But I don't want to do that all the time. I want to put me first sometimes. Like, I want to take care of me sometimes. So, yeah, you know. Anywho. Um, sometimes people will not understand, and that's okay. We're conditioned to explain ourselves more with the continued use of social media and technology. But how we, how do we break that cycle? And so the article goes on to give us a few things to consider before you apologize. Thing number one, take a breath and step back. Before you apologize, take a deep breath and pause. Do you really need to apologize? Is your mistake hurting someone? Is it causing someone discomfort? Or instead, are you simply falling back on an apology to avoid avoid causing discomfort? Taking a step back to assess before apologizing will give you clarity if the apology is, if the apology or the explanation is actually warranted. Now, I'm going to put my own note in here and say this does not include when someone is expressing to you that you offended me, you are hurting me, X, Mm -hmm. Y, and Z. It is not up to you to say, 
did I really offend them? Did I really hurt them? No. If that person is telling you, then you did. I, I just wanted to put that piece in there because I don't think that was clear. <laughs> and it's not up to you to decide someone else's yeah. feelings. Yeah, and I think, well, you know me. I don't like apologizing. So, <laughs> I mean, I have been more conscious about, like, my thoughtless apologizing. But when it comes to, like, situations where I've said something and it hurt somebody and somebody I care about, I will, you know, work through, like, okay, I'm sorry that I did this. I kind of said it without thinking yeah. and things like that. Um, but you know me. I don't love apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like I've apologizing <laughs> but I give it I'm probably I'm probably a lot bigger on it than other people than a lot of other people just because I don't know I don't really know why but like my yeah. friends legit call me like queen of apologies because I'm like mm. but mm. I'm also I'm quick to say don't apologize for shit you're not sorry for. You know what I mean? Like, right. I've had to do that so many times at, like, specifically at work, where I had someone tell me that I offended them. And I made sure that I apologized for how I said what I said, because I was wrong in the way that I kind of went at her. But um, mm -hmm. I made it clear. I meant them words. I meant the sentiment behind it. I'm not sorry <laughs> about it because I meant it because you needed to be told this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like when you're not yeah. sorry, don't apologize when you're not sorry. You ain't sorry. <laughs> you ain't sorry. And sometimes we can tell our friends things that hurt their feelings or rub them the wrong way or whatever. And it hurts them. And if your intention is not to hurt them, be sure you apologize for causing that pain. But if yeah. the the if the basis of what you're saying is true and you need them to get that, let them know. But I need you to get. Don't say but. Let them know that this part I mean. I am not sorry for making you mm -hmm. aware of X, Y, and Z. I am sorry how I went about it. Big difference. Number two recognize your hot buttons we all have different triggers that set us off and cause us to act or react some of us react by shutting down and apologizing when we recognize those things we can learn from self-awareness and think about how to react differently going forward um sometimes i get like word vomit kind of like kind of like what doyan said and like i'll just say things and don't consider what i said or how it sounds and then later I'll be like, that was kind of harsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And number three, lastly, but definitely not least, think about your words. This is where the word vomit comes in. We can have a tendency to apologize for needing further clarification or when asking a question instead of leading with an apology Try simply to just ask your question. It's okay to ask a question if you have mm -hmm. a question. And I think I think probably many of us do this. Um, apologize for needing clarification. Like, no, I need to be sure of what's going on. Unfortunately, many of us apologizing, have, for many of us, apologizing has become a habit. 
and it can be tough to break. That being said, it is something that requires practice. You won't immediately stop apologizing overnight, but the more self-aware you are about what causes you to over-apologize, the better you will get at recognizing the behavior and correcting it. Ta-da! Yeah. (laughs) As as I am, I I do over-apologize in unnecessary situations like walking in front of somebody or like bumping into somebody. But when it comes to like real shit with people, I'm like, "Mm, I ain't sorry. but, you know, I'm trying to come up with my middle ground. Because a lot of times, if I say something, I meant what I said. And, you know, like, you pushed me to it. But even, like, I remember I said something to my friend. And she's like, why don't you just tell me when you're irritated about something instead of just, like, not talking to me and shutting down about it. And I'm like, well, because I was raised, like, the way when my mom got mad at me, she just didn't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like... You know, that's real silent treatment was a punishment that i hand out to other people and it doesn't work for that me. is real my, my mother <laughs> was is uh, i just my mother is the same way and so yeah when people ah oh, it is so doing it you're making all the points tonight <laughs> i didn't even think about that that my mom is the same way and so when people do that yeah. to me though it's like i revert to being like a little girl so i'm like are you okay? Yeah. What did I do? Did I mess up? Um, let me make you some pancakes. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. Whereas I'm the type of person that I do the exact opposite. Like if you make, especially if you're someone I love. Now if I don't care about, you're just an acquaintance and I don't care. Yeah. If you're someone I love and you make me angry, mm-hmm. I will talk you to death. Yeah. <laughs> I, I legit give people silent treatments. It's probably best for them because I talk too much to anybody anyways. <laughs> but, um, like, and I don't communicate my issues. And it's like, well, I could have communicated and we would have a lot better off. Yes. Relationship <laughs> than we are right now. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, because I've learned, like, if I, like, cuss you out, I, I'm gonna bring up old shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna bring up the most petty okay. shit, and it's gonna hurt. And I don't like having to come back and apologize about it, so I won't. Like I, I won't bring up old shit, but that means I'm not gonna talk to you. <laughs> Me and you are so. never part, my kid. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. This, <laughs> as always, yeah. uh, we will have the article in the show notes please check it out and just you know uh let's work on being authentic apologize when necessary but don't over apologize and definitely don't apologize for taking up space yes so we're gonna move on to our favorite part of the show the buy you a dream (laughs) go ahead and add a dance and i love it I love it. <laughs> so, um, by the way, I'm putting on our vision board that we're gonna have a live event in 2020. It's gonna happen. <sighs> You're gonna come to Dallas, and we're gonna do it. Bless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in distress. Do you have a? <laughs> this is gonna be great. It's okay. Uh, 
Do you have a drink you want to buy somebody um, today? I do, but I feel like... <laughs> I feel like I buy this drink quite often, but here we go again. <laughs> I, <laughs> I buy some communion wine for my granny. <laughs> again. So... Y'all know from listening to last week, I was just really struggling. And I was, that wasn't even, like, I hadn't even reached my peak. And then, like, I don't remember what day it was, but one, no, it was after recording. It was after recording where I just, like, lost it. And I just called my granny, and she yeah. just sat on the phone, and she just listened to me cry. And then, like, when she, <laughs> when she felt like there was an opportunity, like, she just kind of, she is so sure like she's so sure of things and I just can't wait until like I get to that place in life where I'm just sure you know what I mean and and it's very comforting because if we all out here not knowing then hell (laughs) but (laughs) it was just super comforting so as always a little communion wine from my granny and um yeah that's that's my drink for the week. What about you, Julian? Who are you buying a drink for? I'm buying a drink from Marsha and Brocious. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I was listening to her music and like I feel like I hope I she cheats on you with a basketball player. Yes. <laughs> really yes. hit my heart. And uh I feel like she drinks brown liquor. And so I buy her. It's a good brown Ooh, liquor. My- oh, by the way. I went to a liquor store and I was like, oh, I'm going to buy me some Uncle Nearest. But nobody told me Uncle Nearest was like $42 a bottle. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what that is. And I was like, I wasn't prepared. That's that's a payday purchase. That, <laughs> that's a line item on the budget. <laughs> like, oh, like, y'all got to tell oh, you, me. Oh, you, you, you write out an actual budget. <laughs> It's mostly mental, oh, but okay, okay, okay. I really need to have a line <laughs> item. But I was like, that's like, that's a legit a drink. Like, that's a drink that you don't even put no Sprite, no little Fizz in your whiskey. You <laughs> just drink the whiskey straight. Nothing. <laughs> but that one is minus yeah, I wasn't the Fizz, prepared. okay? <laughs> My favorite Marsha Ambrose's song is um, I Had to Lose Myself. I love that <sighs> song. Love, love, love. Yeah, she's amazing. And she just makes some pregnant music, but I'm on birth control, so. <laughs> no, yeah, I, you like so. I feel like you. <laughs> I feel like you question birth control. <laughs> I am a okay with the birth control. Okay. Oh, also a, a minor drink for I guess my boyfriend because this weekend. This month, next Monday, it's gonna be our three year anniversary, oh, and I never had a three year anniversary with anybody. Girl, I have never made, I've never made three years in a serious relationship. I mean, I've been, you know, I doing it to somebody years. for three years, but, <laughs> right. but somehow we make it because I be, I'm full of shit. <laughs> you still do with oh, it. I'm excited. <laughs> we gotta have a party. I'm excited. <laughs> Hopefully that party is a wedding. <laughs> I thought about you. I thought about you like with your whole you're not gonna change your name on your license deadline thing. I don't <laughs> I don't know. Oh, because I, I don't know why that I'm not changing my, my name on my passport, so he needs to like 
marry me before then, so I'll actually change my name. <laughs> I don't know why that popped in my head. Oh, probably because I had to get my license renewed. It was like, Doyen was like, this is your, I am not going to do this twice. <laughs> yeah, 2022. He better have his life together by then. <laughs> Well, guys, we thank you so much for joining us again. Please be sure to like and rate us. Go to iTunes, rate us, leave us a review. We will read it on air. You're going to be pod famous. I mean, who doesn't want to be pod famous? Doyen, tell people how they can get in contact with us. So, we are on port... Um, sorry. We're on Instagram. Sorry, it's all that damn tequila. <laughs> Anyways, we're on Instagram as Poor Life Decision. One decision because we're changing them one at a time. Uh, we are on Twitter as PLD Pod. Chris keeps it lit with the tweets. I, try. I literally tweet at 2 a.m. when I'm up for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are on Etsy as Poor Life Decision as well. Um, and also email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. Um, we also do have a website at poorlifedecision.com, but we just love to hear back from you. And, you know, let us know some poor life decisions yes. that you would like for us to approach. 2020 is coming up, and that's a whole new decade, so I feel like we should be doing things better by then. <laughs> yes. So if you have anything that you want to do better in 2020, you know, DM us, tweet us. Texas. Well, not Texas because you don't have a <laughs> <laughs> email list. Just slide it to them DMs. Yeah, just us and let right. us know who you want to buy a drink. Like to talk about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll buy you a, buy a fake podcast. Drink. Yeah. Just let us just know. Just let us know. Yeah. Um. Again, I want to remind everyone, and y'all, I'm not just saying this because it's cute, but I really mean it. Use your sunscreen, okay? Listen. Our melanin is beautiful, but you can get skin cancer just like the next person, okay? Use your sunscreen. Also, if you're like me and you're treating hyperpigmentation, you need your sunscreen or else all of your work will be for naught. Doyen, fix your face. Use your sunscreen. (laughs) I will find my sunscreen eventually. No, you found it. (laughs) Or did you lie because you didn't want me to send you none? (laughs) I definitely like you <laughs> guys drink plenty of water and I don't say that just to you I said to myself this weekend I drank everything but water mm-hmm. um but <laughs> today I drank two big cups of water two and a half big cups of water at work so I do my best if water you drink drinking. all the water you need at work yes I, I do my best water go. drinking at work <laughs> <laughs> and when I come home, it's wine on deck. Yes. <laughs> we love y'all. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Love you. Oh, I'm going to do the whole 30 in January. Goodbye. I still see your shadows in my room. Can't take back the love that I gave you. It's to the point why I love and I hate you. And I cannot change you, so I must replace you. Easier said than done. I thought you were the one listening to my heart instead of my head. You found another one, but I am the best.